Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. But he has a shock in store for him. He has two great chances, Slim and none, and Slim's out of town. Pedro Fernandez. I wanted to do the right thing. Mm, Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios. Check it. This is Ring Talk. Often imitated but never duplicated, knocking out all bums. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. My name is Pedro Fernandez. For the next two hours, I hope to inform you, entertain you, and maybe even irritate you. If I can do two of the three things, well, I have done my job. Bottom line is, we'll have the godfather, Larry Merchant, here in a couple of minutes, of course, after the king. That's right. The king was brought to the ring last night, basically like a king, on a throne. Bottom line is, he is the man. I'm talking about Ryan Garcia, still undefeated, 21-0. Got up off the deck in the second round. People said, well, you know, he ain't made of much. Nah, he made of a lot. He saw that shot coming. Lucky he did. Lucky he did. He got up. Bottom line is he finished Mr. Campbell in the seventh round with a nice body shot. We'll hear from Ryan Campbell. We'll hear from the godfather, Larry Merchant. Mr. T will be here. In fact, I'm going to do a little special on Mr. T in hour number two. We'll do some Ali. This is your life, Muhammad Ali. Also, Jacob Stitch Durant will be around. Of course, he cut Mannix to the stars, both in the world of mixed martial arts and boxing. Uh, of course, he'll be here, and I'll ask him to break down the lightweight division per fighter. In other words, we're talking about Devin Haney, Tefimo Lopez, Ryan Garcia, and, of course, you know, Javante Davis. All four of these guys are like the stars now at 130, 135 pounds. Who's going to rise to the top? Well, guess what? Ryan calls out somebody after the break. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. We are live on Sports Byline iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, a brand new channel, Channel 217, and a plethora of other internet platforms. Straight up, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Thank you for listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Let's have some fun for two hours on Sports Byline. Rates have dropped to near all-time lows at ClearPath Lending. 
Rates are as low as 1.75% on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. 1.986% APR. Call ClearPath Lending, 844-800-3205. Loan officers are standing by. ClearPath Lending at 844-800-3205. Loans not available in all states. 1.75% rate, 1.986% APR, subject to 800 minimum FICO score and includes up to two discount points. Other restrictions apply. Call 888-855-6361 or visit clearpathlending.com for details about credit costs, terms, and license information. ClearPath Lending Incorporated, 15615 Alton Parkway, Suite 300, Irvine, California, 92618, NMLS ID number 936436. Loans made or arranged pursuant to a California financing law License number 603J783 in California. Equal housing opportunity lender. Call now and save thousands. 844-800-3205. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, maybe losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. If I can't teach you one way, I'll teach you another. But I'm going to get the job done. What is hip? Ryan Garcia's hip, folks. Got off the deck last night in the second round. That's right. The prodigy, the next coming of Oscar De La Hoya, the next Canelo Alvarez, the Mexican-American sensation from Victorville, California. And what is Victorville, California famous for? They got a barbecue down there. Outside of that, it's Ryan Garcia and the barbecue. The rest of the Victorville's is like Victorville. Bottom line is, Ryan Garcia got off the deck in, our, in round number two, of course, Hard left hand. It came over the top. It was a bit of a, a looping left hand. And when it's a looping left hand like that, you can sort of see it coming. Unlike Pernell Whitaker, who would be a sharpshooter and would be shooting that punch straight and from his shoulder, he, this one was looped. So you got to see it. It had been directly. Ryan Garcia might not have got up straight up. He saw the punch coming. He got up in the second round, composed himself well, and went on to win a seventh round stoppage, of course, with a body shot. Campbell now 20 and 4, 
course, 16 kills. He was devastated afterwards. But the bottom line is they stopped it at 150 at around number seven because of a body shot. Mr. <laughs> Mr. UK, well, the puncher, the, the 2008 Olympic gold medalist, he, he just couldn't get a bottom line is this is Ryan post-fight. Well, Ryan, congratulations. When you ride to the ring on a throne, you better perform like a king, and you did that in this fight tonight. What did you think of your performance? Man, it, it definitely, it definitely showed. So I think I showed a lot of people who I really am. You know, uh, going to this fight, I wanted to show people that, you know, whatever they call you, you know, they wanted to call me a social media fighter. They wanted to call me a lot of names. Your teachers may call you things. Your parents even, anybody who tries to put you down and tell you you can't become something, remember, you're not who people tell you are, you're who you choose to be. You're not chose to be a champion tonight. I wasn't going to get, let, not, let nothing stop me, even when he dropped me. I got up, it was a good shot, I was cold, and he caught me, man, I was like, yo, I got dropped, this is crazy. Walk me through that second round. You won the first round. You seem like you're in control, and then you get hit with that one big punch. And as you told Luke after the fight, first time you've ever been dropped. I've never been dropped in my life. Uh, I think I got a little too excited over the moment. I knew I was in control, but I wanted just to dog him. Like, I just felt like I could crack him, but he cracked me. So, yeah, that, there was that. So I had to adjust and say, all right, I'm going to calm down. Because I knew I could beat him. I just had to get right back up and show uh, everybody what a warrior really is like. That's why I got it on my shoulder, Warrior, baby. My first tattoo. What are you feeling there, lying on the deck for the first time with a minute or so to go in that round? What is going through your mind? I was a little dizzy, I ain't gonna lie. But I was like, you know what, it's not that bad. I mean, what's the worst this guy's gonna do? Try to come at me, I'll just block. You know what I mean? I wasn't really too worried. You were really excited about this fight, about getting in the ring and proving yourself on this level. You came out there, you were the aggressor in this fight. Was that part of the strategy? Of course. I mean, Luke Campbell has never fought in his life coming forward, so I kind of knew, like, he was going to back up, and I had, I'm not even, naturally, I'm a counterpuncher, but I showed that I, I, I could take it to somebody and knock them out, so I'm very happy with my performance. Uh, one thing, I'm a man of my word. Let's go, Tank! Let's go! piece of gold around your waist, but with or without it, you have become a shot caller in this division. You've got the popularity. These fans here tonight, everyone that follows you on social media. Hey, don't forget, I, I see you, Devin. Yeah, shout out Devin Haney. I, I, I like him. We, we got a rivalry, but I like, I want to fight him too. Don't well, that's, that's I want to fight everybody. That's the goal. That's the question. You fought one time in 2020, first fight in 2021. What do you want to do next? Oh, uh, man, I just want, I, I really want to be a man of my word. I want to fight Tank. I know people are, you know, worried about that one, but I'm ready for it. You know, this this fight, I fought an Olympic gold medalist, you know, pound for pound. At the time, Lomachenko couldn't stop him. The Naras couldn't hurt, I mean, he dropped him, but couldn't finish him. I showed today that I'm special. And uh, thank, I want to thank God. I almost forgot. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, God. He really, I, I told everybody it was going to be a body shot. Look at all, everything. I knew it was going to be a body shot long ago because God told me so. Love you guys. Let's go, Texas. Stand up, Texas. Let's go. Before, before I let you go, right, walk me through that knockout punch. Were you looking for the body shot in that last round? Oh, yeah. He was very uh, worried about that hook coming. I've had that hook since I was born. So he thought I was going up top, and I just changed direction on him real quick. So where does Devin Haney rank 
on your hit list of potential opponents? And Devin Haney is he's gonna be that that opponent. Of course, I want to fight him. I want to fight Tank first, of course. But you know, it is what it is. If we can make Devin, let's make Devin. Why not? Let's go. Let's go. Hey, I'm ready. I'm ready, man. I'm ready. Who, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who do you guys want? Who do you guys want? What did you say to Canelo after that win? I just wanted to thank him, man, because uh, without, you know, the Reynosos and Canelo being by my side all the time, I don't know if I would have learned all the things I learned, and I'm always grateful for having a good team around me, and, and, you know, I'm blessed. I'm blessed to have such a great team in Eddie and Canelo. They're amazing guys. They take me under my wing, and they show me the ropes, and I thank you guys with all my heart. Thank you. Congratulations, Ryan. Star-making performance against Luke Campbell. No doubt about that. Still undefeated now. 21 and zip, 17 KOs. Bottom line is the kid showed up. He got dropped. He got off the deck. He showed who he was made of. Of course, not to, listen, getting off the deck is tough. I remember getting, getting knocked down and like not knowing what was going on around you. It's like, wow, you have no idea what's really going on around you until you collect your thoughts and it takes a couple of seconds. And by the time you realize, hey, I got to get up, this guy's on you and throwing punches again. So Ryan Garcia handled himself well last night. Luke Campbell, heartbroken after the fight. Can't blame him. He had his moment there. But when you're the opponent in the fight and you get that moment, you must seize that moment. In other words, you've got to take it. In other words, you don't get too many chances. You're not the guy that's supposed to win. But you get a chance to win, you're supposed to jump on it. And Mr. Campbell didn't jump on it afterwards. He didn't throw too many punches after the knockdown. So shame on him. Uh, he gave away his one good chance, I thought, for winning. A couple other fights on the card we'll get to after I bring in, uh, after we do some, uh, well, well, it's time to bring in the Godfather. So I have to retire to HBO Godfather, Mr. Larry Merchant. Larry, very good morning to you, sir. Good morning, and uh, Pedro, uh, I'm now watching the fight on the zone. I hadn't seen it last night, and um, I've read a lot about it and heard heard a lot about it, but um, this is one of the trials that a young phenom like Garcia has to go through, and uh, we found out something about him. Can I, I'll tell you a story, uh, Pedro. Many, many years ago, uh, there was a, a fighter out of Philadelphia who was tough and strong and fought in the style of Marciano and Dempsey. And when you fight in those styles, uh, sooner or later you're going to get nailed or somebody's going to outbox you. Well, on this occasion, um, a, a real test for this fighter came up. And he was knocked down twice. And he got up and won the fight. And then we all knew that we had something special in the kind of fighter who's always facing danger. That fighter was Joe Frazier. He fought Oscar Bonavena, who was a tough, Mm -hmm. strong fighter from uh, Argentina, I believe. And um, then everybody knew, okay, Joe Frazier is the kind of fighter who will get up and get after you. And there's no more uh, treasured faculty in a fighter. And um, the kid showed something last night, and 
It's something we wanted to see, even if we weren't thinking that we would see it right now. I know, and I feel so excited. I'm looking at this foursome, of course, the champion the uh, from Honduras originally, but uh, out of Brooklyn, Tiafimo Lopez, of course, Tank Davis, Gervonta Davis, the WBA 130-pound champion. I think he holds the title at 135 as well. Devin Haney supposedly got a belt at 135, and now Ryan Garcia. There's a lot of belts at 135, and, 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 and I mean, too many belts, Godfather, so we're running through this little tournament here, these four these four guys, they could electrify the boxing world. All four of them, well, maybe not Haney, but the other three guys have enough to, to electrify the boxing world. Um, are the lightweights going to take over like the welterweights took over at one point in time in the 80s, do you think? Uh, they might. They also might grow up to be uh, junior welterweights and welterweights. We've seen that that happen, too during the welterweight era. Okay. Uh, but yes, we want to see these fights. I don't know if after the fight last night that Garcia's management wants to rush into uh, anything, but um, it would be something to see, and I think Garcia has the kind of following that would puts him in the in the middle of it, in the sense that, that he can call the terms of the fight. Don't you think we need to accelerate boxing, though, because of COVID? In other words, what I mean accelerate, although we'll get to a second, to, to a story out of the U.K. They banned all boxing now because of COVID. All boxing in the U.K. is, is off, period. Um, it includes an ESPN card next week. Um, but I don't Ryan Garcia is a, is a special individual. Haney, I'm not so convinced on. Tank Davis brings it. Um, of course, Teofimo Lopez has got the crown right now. Vasily Lomachenko is in the in the background, so the lightweights look good. Um, I saw I saw a thing with this week where uh, Mr. Porter, Sean Porter, said that a million dollars wasn't enough to fight Terence Crawford. Is a million dollars what it used to be? Well, it isn't uh, in real estate. It isn't in a lot of ways because uh, um, money changes. The the two hundred dollars a week I was making uh, when I was in my twenties um, at the Philadelphia Daily News um, would t- would turn out today to be uh, close to two thousand dollars a week. So, but look, there's a lot of money to be made out there, and it does change things because everybody is guiding their careers to try to get the big fight or to challenge. The money man, um, like Alvarez, mm-hmm. uh, but only a few special ones uh, make it. You know, I want before we go to the break. I do want to mention that Canelo Alvarez, of course, a fortnight ago, coming off that win over uh, Mr. the uh, kid from the UK, Mr. Smith. I will say he looked real trim last night. Unlike a lot of guys between fights, Canelo seems to be holding it together. More power to him. He's dedicated to his craft, Godfather. A lot of Mexican fighters, a lot of Latino fighters, I can speak for myself, we aren't always the most disciplined guys in the world, but this guy's... Well, uh, you know, um, some of it has to do with culture and the kind of food you eat and coming from from poverty and, uh, and so suddenly being uh, thrust uh, into a lot of big dinner plates, put it that way. But be that as it may, um, I think it's true, and I think it was true 10 years ago when uh, Alvarez was fighting fights 
that his management didn't want him to fight. Uh, that it's great to want to be great, and some of these kids want just want to be great. They don't want to just wait for the big event and and hope it happens. And maybe it does, and maybe it doesn't. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. That is the retired HBO Godfather, Mr. Hall of Fame himself, Larry Merchant. And we talk about Oscar Bonifena. Before we go to the break, he died at the Mustang Ranch. I think Joe Conforti shot him. He owned the Mustang Ranch, and the guy shot him. He was dating his wife or something like that. Bottom line is, not a good ending for Mr. Bonifena. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now. And tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Are you 60-plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low-Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Woo, it's going to be good. 
Somebody shot me a text. What's it like to be buzzed? Um, I fought Ernie Chavez in the National Golden Gloves at a weight that I shouldn't have. <laughs> a welterweight. Anyway, bottom line is, um, he hit me so hard when I got up the second time and I looked across the ring, there were seven of them standing there. Seven Ernie Chavez's. That's how hard I got hit. So getting buzzed and getting up is a little bit weird, no doubt. Godfather, you got buzzed playing football. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I once played a high school football game at Ebbets Field, and uh, I made a, a head-first tackle on a on a punt, and um, <laughs> I felt it r- running down my neck into my spine. <laughs> um, but when I got off the, the turf, I saw the guy I had tackled stumbling off the field, and I immediately felt better. <laughs> So, yeah, well, the psychological end of it. Hey, here's a good one. Had had Meldrick Taylor won that fight with Chavez, would he have been as damaged as he was, or was the psychological damage so much that he couldn't come back? I'm sorry, I didn't hear. Who, who I said, this? if Meldrick Taylor, in the, the, oh. when he, you know, had he beat Chavez the first time and, and not lost so controversially in the 12th round, would he have been able, I mean, it took a bad physical beating, but the, I thought the psychological beating, he was never able to come back from that psychologically. Do you think if he'd have won that fight, he'd been able to come back physically? Because he never did. I don't know. He took, he, he was damaged in that fight. Yeah. You know, we, we've seen fighters win great fights, uh, including Joe Frazier. Uh, Joe Frazier, in my opinion, was never the same fighter after he beat Ali. No doubt about he, that. He took so much punishment. He, he made such a heroic effort. Um, he was in a hospital for more than a week recovering after that fight. And uh, he gave so much of himself, there was just not enough left. You know, of, of all the instances in boxing, I think that he was the absolute most possessed I'd ever seen. People talk about Roberto Duran being possessed for the for the first um or Sugar Ray Leonard fight. Nah, not compared. Nothing compared to Joe for that first fight. Even though I'm gonna say I'm gonna, I thought Ali won more rounds than Joe did in that first fight. But straight up, Joe Frazier, of course had him in all kinds of trouble and I think the 11th or the 12th round Ali told me he'd never been hit that hard in his life and then of course in the 15th round he got decked so got up from that um, switching the subject to White Hopes Jerry Cooney had Jerry Cooney not been protected and had he I mean he, he fought Ken Norton and Ken Norton was 38 years old that was sort of like his claim to fame but um, had he been able to, and then he came out here to California, he fought a stiff. I watched him in the gym. They wouldn't put anybody in the gym with him that, that could really fight when it comes to sparring and things like that. He was just so protected. Had he not been protected, I thought he could have been a better fighter. What's your, what's your take on that? My take is I don't know. Okay. I always assume that the guys who are uh, outside the ring, uh, the trainers and the managers and so forth know more about their fighter than I do. And how they match him tells what they think about the fighter. For example, Wilder, 10 years a pro before he took a t- really hard fight. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because he started late and so on. Um, so... Uh, he fought a lot of stiffs. 
he fought a lot of stiffs. He was he was a big puncher and a crowd pleasing kind of fighter, and he had a following um, from out in Long Island. So he made some money, and uh, and then he lost to Larry Holmes, who was a an elite heavyweight champion. No disgrace in that at all. True. Um, and so it went. Uh, in a statement by the British Board of Boxing Control as of uh, 10, 10 or 12 hours ago, following the increase of COVID-19 cases in the U.K. and the effects of such increases has on the NHS and the work of the Board of uh, Medical Officers has been decided that no tournaments, no boxing will take place under the British Board of Boxing Control during the month of January 2021. They're going to come back in February and try to figure things out. That cancels an ESPN card there January 22nd. I, I, some people tell me we're overreacting. I don't think you can take enough ch- enough precautions here. Am I just being paranoid? You know, it's like a fighter who has to protect himself. He may, he may have a, he may have a lot of guns and ammunition, but uh, if he doesn't protect himself, he's not going to last long in this uh, game. And I think the British board, uh, with the the spread of uh, COVID in, in in Great Britain. Uh, is is I assume doing the right thing. I mean, they're there to protect the sport, and sometimes you have to protect the sport, uh, just like you have to protect fighters. And if they deem that it's uh, time to put the gloves aside for a while, then I respect that. Looking back a fortnight ago, of course, the best pound for pound fighter in the world, Canelo Alvarez, in action. I mentioned him in earlier being in shape. And um, he he brought it. I mean, I, I went by I, when you watch it the first time. I said, eh, you know. And then I watched it the second time. He, he I, maybe I was a little biased the first time, but he really brought it. He won all but a couple of rounds. If he didn't win them all, um, what can you say about him? That that I, we talked about a little earlier, and I tried to get you, I tried to push you on this one. But what makes him different from the rest of these guys? In other words, I think he wants to be great. Um. As the younger brother of four or five uh, brothers who fought, uh, I think he was groomed in any in every way to be as good as he can be, and he had a spark inside of him that uh, was willing to fight anyone uh, before his management wanted him to fight them, and I think he just wants to be. Great. You know, a lot of guys, you say, well, they want to be great, and it's great to want to be great. But uh, he shows it, and uh, um, who would have imagined when we saw him 10 years ago that he, when he was uh, welterweight or junior middleweight that he was going to get to this position. That he would be the king of all boxing. Godfather, I want to wish you the best. Say hello to the Godmama for me. Big Plant a big fat one on her cheek if you can. Uh, I wish you well. Have a good week. Stay safe, Godfather, and I hope to talk to you next week, sir. Happy New Year, Pedro. That's right. Happy New Year, 2021. You couldn't get no worse in 2020 in the minds of a lot of people, not just me. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide.
Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Do you have valuable collectibles and worry what will happen if they're stolen? Wax Insurance is a mobile app that allows collectors to take care of all their insurance needs. Whether you collect watches, sports memorabilia, wine, fine art, you name it, Wax makes insuring what you care about incredibly easy. To get an immediate quote, download the Wax Insurance app and use promo code INSURE. Then take a picture of your item and provide some basic information. That's it. No extensive paperwork or need for third-party appraisals. Download the Wax Insurance app and use promo code INSURE. Sure today. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Are you looking for great sports memorabilia with the fastest shipping in the industry? Check out auctionofchampions.com. The fastest growing sports memorabilia auction house in the country, Auction of Champions has a huge variety of PSA 10 graded rookie cards, the largest selection of Fanatics licensed jerseys, and the best customer service in the business. With all items authenticated by third-party companies like JSA and Beckett, you'll love Auction of Champions. Check out auctionofchampions.com. Hi, I'm Rick Tittle, and I host the Video Game Review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I'm just ready to get it on and crush this guy's skull. Time to talk Nicaragüense boxing, baby. That's right. Alexis Arguello, of course, my buddy. God, I miss him. That's been 2007, I think, since he died, either by suicide or somebody killed him, one or the other, sort of like a, a coin toss in between because Alexis, Alexis did have his demons. I mean, he has some emotional problems. But the bottom line is, last night, of course, a, uh, a young man from Nicaragua, let's start with the 108-pound guy, uh, IBF light flyweight champion Felix Alvarado, now 36-2-1, 31 KOs from Managua, Nicaragua, retained his title with a, eh, kind of say, nah, pretty good fight against the tough former IBF champion. I'm talking about DJ Creel. Creel came in at 16-1, left at 16-2. Pretty good fight. The kids from uh, uh, South Africa, no doubt about it, a 10th-round stoppage. 
good fight. He was, of course, part of the Ryan Garcia undercard. Ryan Garcia, of course, knocking out uh, Luke Campbell in the seventh round. Just like I said, I don't want to be bold, but I said it would happen within seven rounds. And yes, I was right. And Hector Martinez was wrong again, of course, because he keeps saying that Ryan Garcia is nothing but a figment of my imagination and he's going to get drilled. His fundamentals are gone, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, right. He's still undefeated, Hector. Anyway, in a rematch of a 2017 scrap, <clears throat> Rene Alvarado, now 32 and 9, 21 KOs. Doesn't sound like a great record. He, too, out of Managua, Nicaragua, squared off in a rematch against Richard Gutierrez, 25 and 3 with 20 KOs from Venezuela. Of course, uh, a fight, uh, the first fight, Alvarado won by knockout. Gutierrez, though, came back and won, dropped him twice, I think, in the 12th round to won a decision. Get this, 113, 112. Man, there were some funny scorecards on that. Remember, if nobody wins any rounds at all, you get 108 points. This was 113-112 on all three scorecards. A knockdown in the 12th round proved to be the difference between winning and losing for Gutierrez, who takes home the WBA Super Featherweight title to Managua, Nicaragua. And anytime you beat a guy from Venezuela for a WBA title, you've done something. Because the world of bunco and anarchy, that's what I like to call them down there out of Venezuela, they don't let their guys lose, if all, if any at all. Straight up, I'm just not. That's just the way it is. Of course, they've always been favorable for the guys from Southern South America, especially Venezuela. Because I think they're headquartered in Caracas, Venezuela. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. You know, I had the pleasure of being around Mr. T. Who was Mr. T? Lawrence Turo. Who was he? Well, people thought he was a boxer and a wrestler and a bodyguard and an actor and all this kind of stuff. He was some of that kind of good stuff. But the bottom line is, let's dog him a little bit and show, show this little clip here with Roddy, Roddy, Roddy Piper. One of the most successful shows ever possibly in the history of shows. And, of course, I'm creeping up on the back of uh, Mr. T. I can tell you that because it's got it written right here on the back of your chair. Mr. T, hello. I know you can hear me, and I don't mean to bother you. My name's Hot Rod. Of course, you'll know who I am. And I know who you are because your name's written on the back of the chair, and I'm assuming that that's there so you don't get lost. They told me to come down here and talk to you because what you got here is this great, successful show then you guys are portraying these bad guys and they wanted to know since I am a bad guy actual in real life and I do beat people folks up for a living what they wanted to know they kind of wanted to know how does it feel to be portraying someone like myself well you ain't nothing man Oh, oh, why do we all? Oh, because I don't have a chair with my name on it? Excuse me, I don't need one, because I can take any chair I want to take. I ain't nothing what are you talking about. Hey, man, I see what you've been doing on TV, man. You've been fighting them little wimps. What I do is for real. Wimps, what? That's right, wimps. Oh, what are you talking about, wimps? I'll let this take a look at you. Wimps, let me see wimps. The only wimp I can think of is uh, uh, Cindy Lauper's manager, Dave Wolf. Uh, he's a wimp. Yeah, yeah, speaking about Cindy Lauper, she happened to be my friend. We go out together sometimes. Oh. I like her so oh, And I heard about what you did to her in Madison Square Garden. Oh. I don't like that at all. Oh, you don't like That's that? That's why you call yourself you... tough, because you... You, can, you can punch on a lady? Wait, 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 wait. I am an equal opportunist. Let's put it this way. Let's take a look at you. Here you are. You shaved your head on both sides. She dyes her orange. Not, what you're doing not... is you're supporting all these wonderful children. Yes, now, not... how can they look up to you with you looking like that, her with long hair? The children of American today must be sick. To look at someone. Hey, Mister. Hey, 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 no, no, no. Hey, I'll tell you, you mess with me, T. I'll put an X on your name, brother. Mister T and Rowdy Rowdy Piper. 
Warren Lawrence Terrell, 1952, Chicago, Illinois. Of course, an actor, a wrestler, bodyguard, TV personality. Did the Mr. T thing, of course, on the 18th from 1985 to 1994. He got hooked up with Michael Second to None. Of course, he was then the, I take that back, he hadn't yet won the IBF middleweight championship. So I think it's 1988, he's fighting for the IBF title against Frank Tate. We're in the, uh, at the Las Vegas Hilton. I take it back, the Flamingo Hilton across the, from Caesar's Palace. I think the fight's going to take place at Caesar's Palace. In fact, I'm sure it is. So they have the day before weigh-in because Frank Tate is having all kinds of problems making weight. And Michael Nunn, of course, is a prohibited favorite to take the title from Frank Tate, the 1984 Olympic gold medalist. Why? Because of the fact that, you know, Tate, Died to make the weight. Of course, when, when Franks first started out, he and I did an interview, of course, on this show. And I said to him, how much you weigh him, man? He goes, oh, about, about 184. Right? He was only like a 214. So anyway, of course, taking off the X-weight didn't help him out. He sweated. Of course, that was the first time they ever had a day before weigh-in. They had the day before weigh-in, of course, to give Frank Tate the benefit of being able to replenish his body with fluids. But then they used that as a, a stage uh, to then to publicize the fight a little bit more, that kind of good stuff. Of course, in the end now, it's a health thing, and they want guys weighing in 24 to 36 hours earlier so they can put fluids back in their bodies. But to me, it sort of gets away from the uh, the notion that guys have to make weights to, to, get, to a, get into a fight. Anyway, <clears throat> so here we are. <clears throat> I'm going into a party. For Michael Nunn in, uh, at the Flamingo, Flamingo Hilton after he beats Frank Tate. And it's like a Saturday afternoon. I think it was a Saturday afternoon fight. So anyway, I'm over there. Mr. T's working the door. Right, he knows who I am. So I walk to the door. He goes, who are you, man? I said, listen, Lawrence, you ain't got to play that kind of crap with me, okay? Don't be the tough guy here, man. Do you always have to play character? Don't you ever, like, aren't you ever Lawrence? Are you always this Mr. T guy? So he gets all huffy. Gets all huffy. <laughs> And then he started bluff-flopping. I'm like, man, come on. So anyway, he says to me, he goes, man, you want to get in here or not? I said, I don't think you want to stop me. I said, you know, Michael Nunn's my friend. Dan Goosen's my friend. I don't think they want me standing out here in the hall. I said, you really need to keep me out in the hall? I'll let you go this time. Yeah, right. So I walked past him into the place. Hmm, a couple of fights later, a few fights later, uh, Michael Nunn again is fighting this time in Reno, Nevada. And Lawrence, of course, out of Chicago, Illinois, you know, he's did cartoons and he's did everything there. He's dancing with the stars. You, you got to give him some props. Of course, at one point in time, he was making $80,000 a week with the A-team. I mean, more power to him. That's some hell of money. No doubt about that. All right. So he's in Reno, Nevada for a Michael Nunn fight and it's cold outside. Okay. It's like on wintertime. You know, right. So he shows up like Mr. T. I mean, like to the weigh-in, to Mr. Like Mr. T, and we can't get in. It was they were they had the weigh-in indoors, obviously, but we're standing outdoors. I guess we're standing outdoors for like maybe about eight to ten minutes, and the fighters were already inside, but they wouldn't let us inside. The media, and he was part of the media group, I guess, at that point in time. So anyway, he was standing there, and like this body armor, like this piece of plastic body armor, and Chippendale outfit where he had like the the, the bow tie on or some crap, and cuffs around his ankle, his, his uh, wrist. So anyway, so I started jabbing him. I mean, it's freezing. I say, hey, blood, ain't it a little bit? I say, hey, Lawrence. And he goes, man, don't call me Lawrence, man. You know my name. Why you want to call me Lawrence? You always want to call me Lawrence. Why you want to call me Lawrence? You want to disrespect me and call me Lawrence? I said. That's what your mama named you? He goes, yeah, but I changed my name officially in 1970 to Mr. T. So you shall call me Mr. T. I said, okay, okay, okay. I'll, I'll call you Mr. T. Okay, Mr. T, okay. Mr. T, are, are, are we cool with this Mr. T? I mean, 
the bottom line is it's like 38 degrees out here. Aren't you freezing your ass off to just to, to, to show somebody you got big arms and this and that? Man, you know, if you wasn't Michael Nubs, if you wasn't Dan Goose's friend, ah, you and I would go outside. I said, we are outside. And he says, he looks at me. <laughs> he hasn't got a whole lot to say. I mean, I beat him psychologically. I'm not going to beat this man physically in a fight, obviously. But psychologically, I just like gangster slapped him all over the place. So I said to him, listen, Mr. T, I'll call you Mr. T from now on because that's your name. You did change it legally. I didn't know you changed your name illegally. I thought you were still going around by Lawrence Terrell. Man, why you got to say that again? You know my name is Mr. T. Anyway, I knew how to incite the guy, no doubt about that. But at the end of the day, you know, he was a bit of a fraud. I mean, he said he was a boxer and he did all this other kind. He didn't box anybody. He was, I think he hung around Leon Spinks for a while as his bodyguard. And, and if he were Leon Spinks' bodyguard, what does that mean? You got him coke? You got him hookers? I mean, because Leon didn't do a whole lot of training. Leon did, uh, Leon just like slouched from one place to another. Remember they want, they woke him up, um, in Chicago at a press, for a press tour. I think he was press, doing a press tour for an Ali fight. They woke up Leon Spinks in Chicago and he couldn't find his teeth. So he had to leave. He couldn't find his teeth in the room. Couldn't find them. Couldn't find them. So he gets on the plane and he gets, well, I guess, to the next city on the line, Detroit or something like that. And, they call the hotel calls and he says, yeah, we found some teeth and we want to know whose teeth they are. They were Leon's teeth. Well, Leon Spinks here. So that was also the time that he had money. He had money in his sock. Leon was another guy to carry money around in his sock. Thousands of dollars in the sock. You know, you could take the ghetto out of guys, but you, I mean, you take guys out of the ghetto, but you can't take uh, the ghetto out of guys. Speaking of Spinks, good story on Spinks. Of course, living across the street from the great Emmanuel Stewart in Detroit, Michigan. Nice. White, upper-middle-class neighborhood. The only black people in the neighborhood are Manuel Stewart and the three Supremes. I kid you not. Florence Ballard, Mary Wilson, and Diana Ross, the three Supremes, owned a, owned houses on the same street as Emanuel Stewart. Diana Ross lived directly across the street from Emanuel Stewart, okay? So, you know, Leon Spinks, after Diana went uh, west with Barry Gordy, when Barry Gordy and Motown Records up uh, uprooted from Detroit and decided they needed to move their act to L.A., um, she went out to LA and she sold the house to, guess who? Leon Spinks. So Leon buys a house. And of course, the heavyweight champion of the world at that point in time, mm, if only for a minute, of course, because I thought Ali let him win that fight. The first fight, I'm trying, I'm not trying to say that, that Ali was, uh, put, took a dive or anything like that, but I'm just trying to say that he was so ill, Ill prepared for that first fight. Of course, Spinks only have eight, having eight fights previously and being the Olympic gold medalist. I just thought that he sort of like didn't really train for that fight and thought he could just gangster slap him. You know, Roberto Duran showed up for fights without training. So Ali did some of those fights as well, not training. So, uh, anyway, of course, Leon Spinks winning the first fight, but in between fights, he buys this house across from Emmanuel Stewart, Diana Ross's old house. So I guess it's about, He's lived there about six, eight months, and, and Emmanuel says to me, here's all this noise coming from across the street. I mean, noise like, ah, help me, ah, bam, 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 ah, help me, help me. He he, I mean, somebody is screaming for their life. I mean, this is, this is like life or death. Call 911, okay? So this is like prior to 911. So anyway, it's in Detroit, too. So Emmanuel's freaking out. He goes, I don't know. I didn't know what to do, Pedro. So I grabbed a handgun. I grabbed a handgun, my handgun, checked it, you know, put a put a, a round in the chamber. In other words, he had an automatic. It's like a Glock or something like that, a Glock. So he chambers up around, and he goes to walk out the house, and his wife goes, where are you going with that gun? She grabbed the gun out of his hand. Yeah, she grabbed the gun. You ain't going to take that gun nowhere. Anyway, so anyway, he ends up going across the street anyway, goes across the street, 
And he hears all this noise, and you know, I mean, somebody's getting oh, halfway killed in Leon's house, and somebody's a man is screaming for pain, help me, help me, help me, oh, oh! and you can hear him, he's being struck with something, I mean, something like, it's like somebody's hitting a, a, a ball with a baseball time and time and time again, or somebody hitting a drum with a drumstick, well, what they were doing was, when a man who got the door opened the back door, they finally opened, he opened the back door, and there was Leon Spinks on the floor of his kitchen. His wife was sitting on his belly, and her girlfriend was hitting him over the head with a frying pan. So I guess that sort of, you know, uh, sort of helped Leon get a little rummy. There's no doubt about that. But think about that. What an ass kicking that was from the old lady. Taking in one from the old lady. The frying pan. You got a 220-pound woman sitting on your chest. You can't get up. You can't move. You got a few drinks going. Because he was a drinker. He was drunk. There was no doubt about it. He was drunk at the time. He admitted that. And uh, he's taking these shots from the old lady. I think that's what led to the goofiness of, of Leon Spinks. Not that he was totally not goofy beforehand, but... He wasn't as far off as he is now, believe me. You are tuning to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Stitch Duran comes in hour number two. Ali in hour number two. Some more fun in hour number two as well. Of course, this is hour number one of two, the Sunday edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. To my life. And these are the arms that long to lock you inside every day and every night. See, I'm trying to show love is right. Oh, show and tell, just a game I play when I want to say, I love you, girl, so Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. 
At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Fifty-seven minutes past the hour. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hour in the morning of two today, of course, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio Channel Two Seventeen, of course, and about a thousand other internet platforms. You might be listening to the show live. You might be listening to a delay. Bottom line is, you can be doing a million things right now. The fact you listen to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, well, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. The UFC dead as a Dead as a shot pig, a stuck pig. I kid you not. They had a card last week, of course, in Las Vegas. Uh, the Wonder Kid was, uh, Mr. Thompson was a winner in that fight. But outside of, in the main event, outside of that, you know, come on. I mean, the UFC is, they're really hurting. They're really hurting. There's no talent. I keep telling you time and time and time again. I may be repeating myself, but there's no talent. The UFC has run out of talent. They've ran out. Of course, they let those, a lot of people retire and or just walk away because they don't want to pay them the money. They don't want to pay them the money. They don't have anybody on the bills. I'm looking at this UFC schedule all the way through March 27th. They have three UFC pay-per-view scheduled. They've only got one main event. Dustin Poirier and, du- and Cogner McGregor are going to go in a rematch January 23rd, 2021. But why would they want to go again? Why would you want to pay 80 bucks to see that again when McGregor won the first time? I mean, come on. You don't want to see that. You want to see Conor McGregor fight somebody that's a challenge. Anyway, Conor McGregor, the boozer that he is, he may have diminished since the first fight. And Poirier might beat him this time around. Maybe? Mm, probably not. I don't think they're going to risk McGregor in that star power. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of... Boxing and MMA. Hour number two forthcoming. Live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 217, of course, CRN as well. Hour number two, we'll delve into the world of Muhammad Ali. Of course, this is your life, Muhammad Ali. We'll spend some time with the cut man to the stars. We're talking about Jacob Stichstrand, the king, when it comes to cut man in the world of mixed martial arts and boxing. We'll hear from him, and we'll have a couple of surprises as well in hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. So stay tuned after the news. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is a production of Sports Byline. USA Radio News. I'm Jeremy Scott. Six new senators were sworn in today as a new session of Congress convenes at the Capitol. Senator Mitch McConnell delivered what could be his final opening remarks as Senate Majority Leader. To say the 117th Congress convenes at a challenging time would indeed be an understatement. 
From political division to a deadly pandemic to adversaries around the world, the hurdles before us are many and they are serious. But there's also plenty of reason for hope. Speaker McConnell's comments come as multiple GOP senators plan to oppose certifying the Electoral College vote this week. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is set to be reelected with the slimmest Democratic majority in the House in 20 years. Developing news in an hour-long phone call obtained by NBC News today. We hear President Trump beg Georgia's Secretary of State to overturn the election results and to, quote, find more than 11,000 votes. This is USA Radio News. Here's some great news. If you missed the deadline to sign up for health insurance, or more importantly, if you sign up for a plan that you're just not happy with, you still have a choice. It's called MediShare, and MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing program. It's been around for 25 years. They have more than 400,000 members now around the country. And get this, over the years, MediShare members have shared more than $2 billion of each other's medical bills, so they could help share your needs too. And best of all, you could save a lot of money with MediShare. The typical savings for a family is around 500 bucks a month. Your savings could be more or less, but think about what you could do with that extra money every month. So if you think you're stuck with a high-cost health plan that doesn't have much to offer, think again. You can join MediShare anytime, so call them today and check it out. There's no pressure. They're super easy to talk to. 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. A gunman shot two people at a church in East Texas this morning. The shooter took off but was arrested. The shooting happened at Starville Methodist Church in Winona, about 100 miles east of Dallas. The deceased is said to be the pastor. Smith County Sheriff's deputies were called to the church about 9.20 this morning. Services were not going on at the time of the shooting. Legendary talk show host Larry King remains hospitalized at Cedars-Sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles. Legendary broadcaster Larry King is in a Los Angeles hospital with COVID-19. The 87-year-old Brooklyn native stepped down from his cable show in 2012. King has weathered numerous health problems over the years, including a major heart attack in 1987, the removal of a cancerous tumor in 2017, an angioplasty in 2019 and a stroke in March of 2019. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. CNN reports an unidentified person close to the family says King has been hospitalized for more than a week. You're listening to USA Radio News. Working from home? I'm Chad Dodd, veterinarian and consultant to Limp Bells. Here's some tips for keeping your dog fit while staying at home. Find 15 minutes twice a day and walk your pet at a decent pace around your place. Play hide-and-seek by hiding some kibble or favorite toys and letting your dog find them. If you have stairs and your dog is mobile, walk up and down twice a day for 5 to 10 minutes. Or better yet, try a power walk on your terrace or backyard for some fresh air. There are more helpful pet care tips at youmove.com, spelled Y-U-Move.com. Twelve Republican senators led by Ted Cruz plan to challenge President-elect Joe Biden's Electoral College victory in Congress this coming week. They say they intend to reject the electors from states where there are, quote, unprecedented allegations of voter fraud, violations, and lax enforcement of election law until a 10-day audit of each state's election results is completed. The House Minority Leader says challenging the Electoral College is nothing new. Kevin McCarthy says he doesn't understand the pushback coming from the other side of the aisle. The California Republican tells Fox News that it's not unusual for Democrats to challenge the Electoral College vote, as they've done so several times in the past. This is not something that's unusual. This is something that has happened by the Democrats on the last three Republican presidents. Not only has it happened, the sitting whip voted to remove electorals. 
the former Congressman John Lewis voted to remove the electoral votes from Ohio. So it's something that's gone on quite often with the Democrats, so I don't know why they'd have a problem knowing what has gone on with this election, that we have a debate and an openness on this and look at the integrity of what has gone on. From the USA Radio News Ohio Bureau, I'm Dan Naraki. Forty-three staff members at the Kaiser ER Department in San Jose, California, have tested positive for COVID-19. The outbreak was reportedly caused by a staff member wearing an air-powered costume with a fan that may have spread droplets. Employees are in isolation and the hospital is undergoing a deep cleaning. For USA Radio News, I'm Jeremy Scott. Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Left talk, right hand! And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. Thank you, Pedro. You want to run tomorrow? Are, we are you going to run tomorrow morning? Yeah, 5.30. <laughs> I'm leaving tomorrow at 10. I'll run with you tomorrow morning. Okay, man. Pedro Fernandez. You asked me uh, how well that he fight, I don't know. But I can tell you one thing. He punched good. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar Sports Byline Studios in the city by the bay, San Francisco, check it! This is Ring Talk. Often imitated but never duplicated, my name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to the longest running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. In this hour, we're going to have some fun. We'll spend some time with Muhammad Ali. This is your life, of course, him and one of his previous wives. He was married three times. Veronica, of course, was his second wife for Veronica, very attractive lady still to this day. Bottom line is Veronica Porsche, and we'll have a surprise guest joining Muhammad Ali and Valerie Porsche. Ali, of course, in that third segment of Ring Talk Live Worldwide today on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. If you'd like to join me, this is a live show, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or you can text me, the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. The studio text line, once again, 415-275-1613. The studio text line, 415-275-1613. We're going to take a look at the lightweight division. As hot as it is, we'll bring in Stitch Duran, of course, Cut man to the stars, be it cut man, uh, whether to the world heavyweight champion of the mixed martial arts, Kane Velasquez, former USC champion, or, or the heavyweight champion of the world. The bottom line is uh, boxing. Cut man, 
extraordinary Stitch Duran will be here at about 20 minutes past the hour to talk about the lightweight division. I'm going to put him on the spot. Known him about 40 years. He always remembers my voice when I call. It's always funny. No matter where I'm at, I call Stitch and Stitch says, Hey, Pedro, what's going on? You're tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, and a brand new Sirius XM satellite radio channel, channel 217. This is Ring Talk. Stay tuned for the ride. an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Rates have dropped to near all-time lows at ClearPath Lending. Rates are as low as 1.75% on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage, 1.986% APR. Call ClearPath Lending, 844-800-3205. Loan officers are standing by. ClearPath Lending at 844-800-3205. Loans not available in all states. 1.75% rate, 1.986% APR, subject to 800 minimum FICO score and includes up to two discount points. Other restrictions apply. Call 888-855-6361 or visit clearpathlending.com for details about credit costs, terms, and license information. ClearPath Lending, Incorporated, 15615 Alton Parkway, Suite 300, Irvine, California, 92618, NMLS ID number 936436. Loans made or arranged pursuant to a California financing law License number 603J783 in California. Equal housing opportunity lender. Call now and save thousands. 844-800-3205. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 
That's 800-754-4531. I saw one. The only thing she was missing was antlers. She would have been in season jack, man. I saw her coming up to me asking me for a date. I said, man, I'm hot rod. Are you kidding me? He said, yeah, but aren't you the one that's going to fight Mr. Wonderful? I said, yeah, I'm going to fight Mr. Wonderful. They says, don't you know what he's thinking? Of course. Yeah, yeah, I know what he's thinking. Absolutely nothing, man. When he's in a room alone, he is all alone. You see, you forget. I rode with him. I know what an idiot this guy is. I know his moves. Oh, yes, he's tough. I know he's tough. You think I ain't, man? I've been around. You know that. I've been there before. He's tough enough to go and bench press 500 pounds. Who really cares, man, huh? Your idea here of a wrestling match here, you got 12 wrestlers around the ring. You got dancing midgets and leathers. You got your You got everything that you've ever wanted in a match. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Buffalo. My buddy, the late Roderick Coombs. When I say my buddy, I got to take a picture of him. He was very friendly at the Cow Palace. I brought a couple of kids out, and I was working with the SFPD, the Community Relations Team. These two Malaysian kids won a, uh, a graffiti, an anti-graffiti contest out of Bryant Elementary School in the Mission District. And part of the prize was I would take them to a WWF event. That's what it was back in 1985, a WWF event. So I took them backstage, and the Road Warriors, I mean, Road Warriors are like the most awesome tag team in the history of, of wrestling. I mean, and wrestling is kayfabe. And at that point in time, kayfabe was still alive. In other words, you know, you had the suspended disbelief. In other words, you were able to, like, believe wrestling while you were watching. And even though, you know, you went home and realized, yeah, those guys weren't really doing what they were doing. I mean, they weren't, the guy got carried out in the death match. He's, he's going to get up. He's just was a bit, a bit of an act. He's an actor and an athlete. Anyway, we had some great, great times out there at the Cow Palace. There was no doubt about it. I remember fighting out the Cow Palace myself. I went two and one in the Cow Palace. I lost to a guy, a B. Paul Nave out there. And he ended up being the WBF, the World Boxing Federation welterweight champion later in life. Um, but he went 12 rounds a few times. Paul could fight. But I lost to a guy. I think his name was Henry. Ah, I can't remember his last name. But he was a convict. And they told him he was a convict down at this uh, log cabin. It's a log cabin, some, some, some jail down there for kids down there in La Honda, California. And they told him, if you beat me, you get to go home. And he beat me, all right. Believe me, he was very determined, no doubt about it. <laughs> no doubt about that. You are tuned to Ring <laughs> the Cow Palisades. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA. As far as upcoming boxing is concerned, you know, the ESPN Plus card, of course, in, in, in the UK has been, that's been canceled. I'm talking about Kareem Griffey and, uh, Garofi and Lee McGregor. The European Bantamweight title is going to be ESPN Plus January 22nd. The, uh, British Board of Boxing Control has shut that down. Showtime is going to go January 23rd. Angelo Lee on Stephen Fulton, of course, the WBO Junior Featherweight title. And January 30th, back to the zone. Sergey Kovalev, or what's left of Sergey Kovalev. Of course, former WBO light heavyweight champion, sort of got exposed and beat down by, by Andre Ward. Not the first fight. He probably beat Ward the first fight. If there was a draw, eh, maybe, you know, but they gave it to Ward. But the first fight, Kovalev might have had the edge there. But the second fight, he got he got gangster slapped. I mean, he just got out there, got out bullied, got out. I mean, just got muscled. I mean, Andre Ward took it to him. Andre Ward beat Sergey Kovalev in that second fight, stopping him inside the distance. Of course, and Kovalev's had his ups and ups and downs since then. But it will be in the main event, January thirtieth, on the Zone. The Zone also comes back on the thirtieth with David Avenison taking on Josh Kelly as a European welterweight title. So I guess they're going to go across the pond. And that was a bit of a successful event last night. 
the Luke Campbell or yesterday afternoon, the Luke Campbell, Ryan Garcia event. In other words, what happened was it went off over here at 12 o'clock Pacific time. The car started on the zone and the main event went on about 3.15 Pacific time, which is 6.15 uh, Eastern time. But more importantly, it's at a decent hour in England. To where people aren't up to like six o'clock, eight o'clock in the morning, you know, watching fights. So it was a great, it was great for Campbell to get his nationwide exposure over there. Of course, the the zone, most of the money comes from the UK. Although Godfather Larry Merchant said the money was coming out of a, a Russian oligarch. So some guy from uh, from Putin was investing the money in this. But the bottom line is the zone's rocking and rolling. Fox comes back with the Battle of Calibs. I kid you not. January 30th on Fox, of course, Caleb Plant versus Caleb Truax, the IBF super middleweight title. Both guys, of course, decent fighters. Um, sometimes maybe you can't tell one from the other. Why? Because of the first name. No, I'm just kidding. You can't. Distinctively different fighters, no doubt about that. But I think I, I would go with Plant here over Truax. Truax hasn't given it to me as of yet. Um, King Ryan Garcia, looking back, of course, at last night's fight. Everybody's saying yesterday afternoon's fight. Everybody's saying, you know, uh, he learned this. It was a, a great learning process for him, except Hector Martinez. He's just dogging the smack out of him. He didn't keep his foot on the outside. He had his foot on the inside. I mean, every flaw that you could pick up on Ryan Garcia last night, Hector Martinez picked out. And you know what? I'm still going with Ryan Garcia. I think Ryan, Gar- uh, Ryan Garcia and Javante Davis, bring it on, baby. Ryan Garcia and, and Devin Haney, Bring it on, baby. Uh, Tiafimo Lopez, don't bring that one on just quite yet. But those other three guys, bring them on. Just bring them on. Come on, bring them on. And, you know, Hector, of course, Hector hasn't paid off on the last bet, the Tiafimo Lopez bet. He bet me like a Big Mac or something like that. And he has a bit. It was even odds, even though he had the champion. I'm talking about Vasil Lomachenko, four to one favorite. He should have given me four hamburgers to one, right? Instead, he's giving me one hamburger, and he hasn't paid off yet. So I might have to take him to small claims court for that hamburger. So don't bet with Hector Martinez, he doesn't pay off. I kid you not, he does. And we will uh, bet big, I think, on the Javante Davis, uh, Brian Garcia fight. I'm going to go with uh, uh, Mr. Garcia, no doubt about that. I think he goes to 22-0 and with a win over Javante Davis. I think Davis is smaller. I think that Davis throws well. There's no doubt about it. But let's see how good he catches. I mean, he really hasn't had to catch a whole lot from a decent guy that can punch. And Ryan's going to be taller than him, and Ryan's going to be able to punch. I mean, Ryan proved it last night. He can punch both to the head and to the body. Ask Luke Campbell. Luke Campbell was destroyed afterwards. I mean, just he was destroyed. And speaking of destroyed, I've been beat up a couple of times. I lost fights, you know, stopped fights inside the distance and things like that. But um, never unconscious and never down by a body shot, either in the gym or in 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 the ring ever. I mean, I think that would have been the, that would be the ultimate humiliation. I mean, I know a couple guys that that cracked on smaller guys like George Foreman used to beat on guys in the gym. George was like. 215, 220 pounds, and when he wasn't in the greatest shape of the world back in the 60s, 70s, and he's beating on guys that weigh like 165, 170, and because George is paying him 10 or 15 bucks a round, they're supposed to take a beating from him. I kid you not. George was a bully. I mean, the first time around, George Foreman was a no-good guy. People said to me, oh, come on, how can you say that? Because I saw him. I was in the, I watched him in the gym. My father took me down there. He said, listen, I want you to, we're going down to Newman's gym. Huh? And then later in life, I would become part of Newman's gym. I didn't think I would ever fit into the role of a boxer per se, but I did. You know, I did a little bit of boxing. But back to Newman's. I mean, 
our our era, that's that's where it was. It was the oldest boxing gym in the United States. It was old. It was smelly. I mean, when you took showers in there, you definitely wanted to wear um, thongs or something like that because the floor looked so bad in the shower that you thought you were going to get gangrene or something like that. But you know, it, it was it was it was the old era of boxing. That's not happening anymore. There were teachers there. I mean, some are not not the greatest teachers in the world, but there were some guys that knew how to teach the basics, no doubt about it. And now you're not really getting guys to teach the basics. That's what's wrong right now with the sport of boxing is that the basics, the basics that I knew, the basics that I learned, they're not really being taught in boxing anymore. It's just, I don't know why. I mean, you're not seeing guys go to the body. Ryan Garcia is the exception to the rule last night, ending that fight on a knockout with a body shot, a left hook. Um, but you know, again, Campbell wasn't the strongest looking guy in the world either. At the end of the day, Garcia shines and I think he'll continue to shine. So Hector, put up your money, baby. Let's go. Garcia versus anybody. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, except King Teo. You're tuned to Ring Talk. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721-855-715-5721-855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. 
Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Tower of Power Horns Fitting. My next man is the Tower of Power when it comes to <laughs> being cut, man, in the world of both mixed martial arts and boxing. He is the king. I'm talking about Jacob Stitch Strand. What's up, Stitch? Hey, Happy New Year, man. Happy- I'm doing good, Pedro. Same old stuff. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, Happy New Year. Let's hope that 2021 is, is better than 2020 for everybody in the world. Now listen, you are a boxing expert, so I am going to put you on the spot and talk about the lightweight division. I asked Larry Merchant about this in hour number one. Of course, the lightweight division, 135 pounds, is hot, hotter than you can imagine right now, and maybe hot like uh, the welterweight division was back in the 80s. Maybe, maybe, maybe. On top, we have Teofimo Lopez, of course, undefeated. Uh, then we've got Jerv, Jervonta Davis. He's undefeated as well. The former champion, Vasil Lomachenko, although I think he's 32 going on 95. Devin Haney, of course, undefeated fighting in Vegas out of San Francisco. And last night we saw Ryan Garcia, um, get up off the deck and take out Luke Campbell. Now let's go through the pluses and cons of each guy. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Let's just talk, let's talk about Mr. Ryan Garcia. He seems to be the guy in, in the, uh, in the headlights of everybody. Of course, 8 million Instagram followers, obviously 6,000 people packing an arena or as, as, as putting as many people in an arena as they could during this COVID thing. Although I thought it was a little scary. Um, last night in Dallas, what is Ryan, what are Ryan's strengths? What does he bring to the dance as far as his positives? Well, I, I think power is probably the thing. If you are honest, then you're probably the only thing. Um, you know, boxing skills, uh, I don't see a whole lot of that. Uh, not like a Haney or anything like that. Uh, but power, definitely has power. Okay, but, do, do, you know, does he improve? I mean, De La Hoya wasn't the sharpest sharpest nor- knife in the drawer early on as a pro either. And plus, let's be honest, this kid didn't have the amateur background that Oscar De La Hoya had. I mean, he didn't have the number of fights, let alone the gold medal. Yeah, definitely. I I think he definitely needs to improve, you know. And, you know, only you just got that home run hit, you know, and uh, if you don't know how to get single doubles and triples, you know, then uh, you might be a little bit limited. But, yeah, you know, he's, he's with a good team now and uh, and he seems to be learning. So, yeah, let's, but you're right. You know, as a fan, I think uh, everybody's going to want to see his style of fighting. Um, and... and- Nobody's attracted chicks like he has. I mean, you know, since Oscar, and of course, that sort of that sort of brings a different element to the to the dance because you know when you have women in arenas, and you and I know that when women show up to fights, it sort of changes the whole composure of the arena. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. But you know, I think it's those eight million followers, which is kind of phenomenal. You know, I've worked a couple of those 
uh, YouTube fights, and you know it's a different world. And Ryan uh, has definitely jumped on that wagon, and and you know by all means, uh, great for him. You know, and but you're right. You know when you when you get women showing up to boxing, then that's uh, the whole horse of a different color. Javante Davis, 24-0, and 0, of course, at 130 pounds with a win over Leo Santa Cruz a couple of months ago, and he, he holds a belt at 135 as well. Um, I always thought he was chubby and fat at 135. Dropping to 130 I thought was a good idea. Pluses and minuses of the tank. Well, I think the tank is, you know, the Mike Tyson of the lightweight division, no doubt about it. You know, uh, I think, you know, he's only going to get better and stronger and, you know, the matchup I'd like to see is him and, and Teofilo Lopez and see how that one goes down. But uh, I guess Ryan uh, is talking about fighting him next. So we'll, we'll see. You know, you got a guy that has better boxing skills than one. Um, they both have power. So, you know, who would you put your money on? Okay. Devin Haney, kid from San Francisco, foregone, decided he wasn't going to do the amateur thing, said that screw the uh, chance of the gold medal, even though he was probably a solid amateur and had a decent chance. Um, turned pro instead, now 24, 25, and I'll take that back. Yeah, 25, and of course, holds one of those belts. What, 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 are, what are his pluses? Let's talk about his pluses first. What are they? You know, and, and the thing with Devin Haney, I know he's, he's trained here at the Mayweather gym, but I, I haven't really seen a lot of his fights, Pedro. Uh-huh. Uh, but I think, you know, skill-wise, I know Mike McCallum was working with him. I'm trying to get some body work in there. Uh, but skill-wise, yeah, I, it's, I, I'd like to see a little bit more on him to give you a little bit more of an idea of what uh, what he possesses in my book. Hey, 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 you brought up Mike McCallum. Here's a good one. I printed in Flash. Remember when I was writing for Flash Magazine back in the day when it was like a hot, the hot rag? Anyway, um, right. I, I printed that Mike McCallum fought in the 1974 Golden Gloves in Miami or something like that. And I, I said his age, he was like 44, 45 years old. And he's, and, and he's whole, I mean, he's chasing me around the MGM Grand. Why did you tell people I'm 44 years old? Why did you tell people I'm, <laughs> anyway, he, he was joking. I was, Sort of semi-serious, and he was in his forties, a little older than he was. But man, what a great fighter! Talk about maybe the most underrated fighter of the nineteen eighties, huh? Yeah, you know, I had the privilege of working like I think Mike's last three fights: Roy Jones, James Tony, and I can't remember. But you know, I always tell people when it came to natural skills, I learned so much off of Johnny Tapia. When it came to setting up punches, I learned so much from Mike McCallum, and um, you know, so he was definitely a. Uh, you know, one of the guys everybody was scared to fight, and I think you know he left a lot of great opportunities only because he was too good for uh, for the other guys that uh, that were on the line. Okay, back to Davis for a second. Javante Davis discipline seems to be a question mark. Um, yet he's twenty four and zero. I should just shut up right until he loses. Yeah, I think so. You know, I think, you know that's, <laughs> yeah, the, the Adrian Broner type of guy, right? Uh, but you know, and that that was my point that I was going to bring up with Ryan Garcia. Now that you know, he won such a, a instrumental fight at this point. You know, 8,000 viewers, and, you know, it's only going to get better and bigger, but where does he go from there? Does he stay disciplined? And that's one of the hardest things for these young guys to do, whether it's to, to stay focused, stay disciplined, and, you know, and, and understand that everybody's vulnerable. But, but COVID makes it easier to stay disciplined. Believe me, COVID makes it easier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had some friends that came over from San Francisco, actually, and they're saying, you know, it's nice just to get out because we live in a small apartment, and San Francisco is, is restricting everything. So, yeah, I understand. I understand it's, it's, a, it's a hard mission. Okay. Devin Haney, um, as I said, fast hands, 
did he did he not deliver against Gamboa? I mean, here's Gamboa, a shop-worn Cuban, a guy that's maybe, you know, what, eight or ten years past, maybe seven years past his best, and yet he can't knock him down. Crawford knocked him down five times. Uh, that says a lot, you know, but I guess fights, you know, individual fights are entirely different, so what happens one time might not happen the second. Vasil Lomachenko, is he 32 going on 85? Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, he's been exposed. I was there at the Teofimo uh, Lomachenko fight, and, and you know, I, 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 I like Teofimo. I've always liked him since when I first met him here in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, when you look at the breakdown, he's, he's been discovered. And, uh, you know, the kinks in the armor are getting bigger. So, uh, and, and the, and the opponents are getting better. So, uh, I, where does he fall on that list? You know, does he go down to three and four? You know, the, the Tiafimo Lopez, of course, he wore a lightweight champion out of Brooklyn, New York, but his people are from Honduras. He's called his move the takeover. It seems to be, there seems to be a little bit different attitude. I mean, Davis has got a different attitude. I mean, Lopez got a different attitude. Lomachenko sort of, he's not really part of the picture because he didn't speak English all that well. Devin Haney and Ryan Garcia. Lots of personalities here, man. I'm going to ask you the question I asked Larry Merchant. Could the lightweight division become the welterweight division of the 1980s? Yeah, I think so. You know, I, I, I think so. I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, seeing these guys kind of, Go against each other now, and I think it's at that point now where you know these all these guys that you're mentioning are all going to have to fight each other. So yeah, I think so, but I think that's uh, you know people want to see action. Canelo Alvarez, of course, fifty-four and one, a couple of draws, a, a winner a couple of weeks ago, Fortnite over an undefeated guy from the UK. Give him props. You know, I, I'm sort of amazed. Maybe I shouldn't be amazed because he's an athlete, but here's a guy that stays in shape between fights, and you and I know our Latino fighters are not really known for that. <laughs> did I say that nicely? Yeah, yeah, you did, you did good on that. Yeah, you know, that's that's the good thing I like about him is, you know, he's not real cocky. You know, he goes out and performs, and, you know, and if you say he's training, he's training. So, uh, bless his heart, man. You know, some people just belong in the gym, and he seems to be one of them, and you know, I, I always say if you do it for the money, you do it for the wrong reasons, Pedro. you got to have a passion for what you do uh, to really excel at what you do. So I think Canelo falls in that category. Welterweights, Earl Spence and Terrence Crawford. Is that a flip a coin thing or what's going on? Who do you think wins that one? Well, you know, I've always been a, a Earl Spence fan from the first day I met him. Like I said, with Stacey McKinley introduced me to him at the MGM and so this guy's going to be a great, great fighter. And uh, but you know what? On, on on a marketing aspect, yeah, that's that's a flip of the coin. But on a marketing aspect, God, whoever manages both these guys, they need to do something about getting them some better PR because uh, they're just not household names. And it's, you know, you're walking in an airport and you pass them by, would you recognize them? And that, to me, I think that's a big fault that uh, that they're missing on. Earl Spence always looks, oh, he always looks buzzed to me. You know what I mean by buzz? I don't mean on alcohol. And and Crawford, you know, Terrence Crawford, they don't call him Bud for nothing. You know what I'm trying to say there? You, do you feel the correlation, what I'm trying to make there? <laughs> well, yeah, but I'll refuse to answer that. On the exactly, and that's exactly what I, the way I wanted you to come back. Tyson Fury, world heavyweight champion. You've uh, You've looked at him and worked with him in the past. Is he un, is he by himself as far as heavyweights are concerned, or is there somebody you think can, is Joshua a real viable challenger? You know what? Uh, that's a good question, man. And, and uh, fortunate enough, I was in. I got into camp with Tyson Fury 
when you fought Deontay Wilder two weeks before his fight. Mm -hmm. So I got to see him at his peak point. And, you know, I, I looked at him, and then I go back to the uh, Vladimir Klitschko fight where he just kind of outboxed him. But, yeah, you can't teach that kind of style to anybody, but nobody. So is he on top of the heap by himself? I think right now, yeah, until somebody learns to read his, his style of fighting and has counterpunches for that, uh, it's going to be tough to beat. Man. Okay, i got about 30 seconds left. You got any products you want to pitch? Uh, well, just, yeah, the CBD products, you know, the, uh, the cut cream that's available at cutmanforhiresupplies.com and, and of course my stitch premium products. So, uh, they're out there. Everything's at Cutman for Hire Supplies. That's, uh, you know, the only place where you go get your corner man and Cutman supplies. Cut man for hire, like a hit man for hire. Bottom line is you're a class act. Say hello to your wife. She's, she's a bigger fan of mine than yours, huh? Than you are. Yeah. She said, she said, who's the interview with? I said, Pedro. Oh, I'll tell him I said hi. <laughs> so, all, the, yeah. all the best, Jake Durant. Take care. God bless. Thank you. Bye. As we go to the break, of course, the passing this weekend of Don Wells. She played Marianne in Gilgan's Island. She passed from COVID. May she rest in peace. The middle would be lost. The middle would be lost. The ship set round on the shore of this uncharted desert island. With Gilligan, the skipper too. Are you looking for great sports memorabilia with the fastest shipping in the industry? Check out auctionofchampions.com. The fastest growing sports memorabilia auction house in the country, Auction of Champions has a huge variety of PSA 10 graded rookie cards, the largest selection of Fanatics licensed jerseys, and the best customer service in the business. With all items authenticated by third-party companies like JSA and Beckett, you'll love Auction of Champions. Check out auctionofchampions.com. The number one gift in this stressful year, relaxation. From Homedics, now at up to 30% off. Soothing stress for over 35 years, Homedics is the top home massage products brand with gifts for every aching muscle on your list. With select items up to 30% off and free shipping on orders over $50, holiday supplies won't last. Shop now at homedics.com. The perfectly relaxing, perfectly giftable gift is at homedics.com and major retailers everywhere. The spread of COVID-19 is still unchecked across the nation, and you need to keep your family safe. Make a new habit and check your temperatures twice a day, once before dinner and before leaving home in the morning. You can't afford to take chances, so use the Exergen Temporal Scanner. Its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies, and it takes an accurate reading in seconds. It's the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Quick and easy to use, you can count on Exergen to keep your family safe 24 hours a day. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, my heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. 
For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771-800-410-4771-800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Do you have valuable collectibles and worry what will happen if they're stolen? Wax Insurance is a mobile app that allows collectors to take care of all their insurance needs. Whether you collect watches, sports memorabilia, wine, fine art, you name it, Wax makes insuring what you care about incredibly easy. To get an immediate quote, download the Wax Insurance app and use promo code INSURE. Then take a picture of your item and provide some basic information. That's it. No extensive paperwork or need for third-party appraisals. Download the Wax Insurance app and use promo code INSURE. Today. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. The Renette, the Ronettes, of course, born Veronica Bennett. She is the lead singer, Ronnie Spector, no doubt about that. Mary Phil Spector, what a nut he was. He used to make her drive around in a car when she was not with him with a male mannequin. That's how insecure he was when it came to males and his wife that he had her drive around with a mannequin in a car. Needless to say, <laughs> Phil Spector's in prison right now for murder for the rest of his life. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live. Well, that wasn't supposed to be funny. It just turned out to be. Uh, you are tuned to the longest running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Let me take you back to 1978. Of course, Muhammad Ali has basically just won his last significant fight. Hadn't beat Leon Spinks in a rematch for the World Heavyweight Championship. He's taken across the pond to the UK with his then wife, Veronica Porsche Ali. And this is your life. Not many people have gone the full 15 rounds with you, but before we close, I'd like to remind you of someone who has. Just as he promised he would one August day in 1970, during your exile from the ring, when he gave you a lift in a car from Philadelphia to New York, and when he pulls up on 42nd Street, a crowd starts to gather. And I said, hey, man, you better get out of my car. Not Joe people Frazier. might think you and I are good pals. No, You've Joe described Frazier. him as the fighter you most admire, your old adversary. We've flown him from no, Philadelphia. Not Joe Smoking Joe Frazier. Joe Frazier. Joe Frazier. Joe Frazier. Joe Frazier. Joe, how did you come to be giving Muhammad Ali a lift in your car? Well, number one, I had a chance to move around in Philadelphia, and I went to one of the hotels, and uh, I promised to give him a ride to uh, New York City that day. Uh, (laughs) I I got out of the car. Somebody says, hey, go smoking Joe Frazier. (laughs) Oh, man, and he went off. Smoking Joe Frazier? Where is he? I want smoking Joe Frazier. He got my title. So I went over and I shook his hand. He told me, he says, uh, listen, I have a man who's doing a book on me. Would you interview him into New York City? We rode into New York City. This guy would not let me get one word in. All through the whole ride, he started talking about smoking Joe Frazier. Can you whip me? Can you whip me? So Joe, smoking Joe Frazier. See, I wrote a poem. He said, Joe, come out smoking. I'll be poking, pouring water on that smoking. <laughs> he said, I might amaze you. I will be tired smoking Joe <laughs> all, all through the whole time in New York, oh, from Philadelphia to New York City, I had to go through that noise all the way. <laughs> what did you do? 
So I had a chance to get into New York City, 42nd and... He slapped me. <laughs> 42nd and Broadway, and somebody messed around and saw him and myself, and he went off again. Smoking Joe Fraser, ladies and gentlemen, smoking Joe Fraser, the man who got my title, I won my title. <laughs> I was in the car. Oh, Lord. I said, look, oh. I don't want this sucker right now. Oh. <laughs> so after, after a while, he got back in the car and kind of cooled down oh. some. I said, hey, man, cool it off. You know what I mean? Oh. So I said, a song. Start singing. <laughs> it's not singing. <laughs> A great guy. I would say we love him. He's a fine champion. Oh, Lord. Congratulations. This is your life, no doubt about that. 1978, you know, people discount the love that there was for these guys. I mean, at times, I mean, it was funny. Is that is that when it came to Ali, Joe was sort of like Jekyll and Hyde with me. In other words, he was sort of like had, he sort of had sort of bipolar. I mean, sometimes Ali was really, really cool. Other times when he had a few drinks and when Joe had a few drinks, he was a different guy. That was the one thing about Joe Frazier that you could guarantee that that almost every time you went up to him after his boxing career was over, that you could smell the aroma of an alcoholic beverage on or around his breath. I kid you not. So anyway, so here's Joe Frazier, you know, and, and I said to him, so, so what about Ali? And he's saying, oh, Ali's the greatest guy in the world. And then we saw Ali. We were together for some some mega event at this uh, so, this hotel, this big hotel in New York City, the Plaza or something like that. And and then, you know, he went to disrespecting Ali, and then Ali couldn't figure it out. And, you know, I mean, they were sort of back and forth. So you never knew how Joe was going to affect you. Of course, obviously, Joe being brought over to the United Kingdom, they paid his way to get over there. I guess he wasn't going to get over there and say Muhammad Ali was a turd or anything like that. So he was this gracious guy, no doubt about that, at that point in time. But Joe, in later interviews, was nasty. I mean, just plain old nasty. And, you know, it, 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 he, how can I put it? If you have to live in somebody's shadow, I guess, your entire life, why not let it be Muhammad Ali? If there's going to be somebody you're going to have to live in their shadow, Muhammad Ali is not a bad guy to live in somebody's shadow as far as your, you know, your all-time, your conqueror is concerned because he was considered the greatest of all time, whether you, you like him or not. I mean, his heavyweight credentials, 56 and 5, 37 KOs, no draws, of course, the last two fights a bit sad. Actually, the last four fights a bit sad. The sec- the first fight with Leon Spinks, he lost that fight. And I said to myself, you know, it's time to give it up. You're fat, you're old. Time to go away, man. Just go away. You're going to end up like Joe Lewis. So, of course, then he comes back and he beats Spinks in the rematch. So then he retires right on. He goes over to the U.K., does that interview you just heard, the 1978 This Is Your Life type of thing from the U.K. And then he comes back to the United States. And in 1979, 1980, he gets this inclination to come back and want to fight Larry Holmes, his former sparring partner. Now, if you watch some of the films of Muhammad Ali uh, growing up, like I did, like Brain, Skill, and Guts, I think that was the greatest Ali film of all time, Brain, Skill, and Guts. Check it out. You can watch it on YouTube for free. But, I mean, in those sparring sessions there in Deer Lake, Pennsylvania, Larry Holmes is beating the snot out of Muhammad Ali. I mean, it ain't pretty. I mean, yikes. 
and he's holding his punches. You know, you had to hold your punches. I mean, you don't want to beat up the guy that's paying you. He's the guy that's making you the money. Can't be beating up your your uh, your guy like that because you beat up your sparring partners that send you home. Ask Paul Nava. I guess he got rough with Shane Mosley or, or was it, did he get rough with Shane Mosley or Delahoy? He got rough with one of those guys and they sent him home. Although that's his story. Anyway, you don't get rough with sparring partners. You just don't do it. That's 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 why they are sparring partners. They're being paid to do this with you. Okay. At the end of the day, though. When you look at boxing right now, Joe Frazier, Muhammad Ali, it was the greatest rivalry of all time. It just, it just, I can't think of a greater rivalry. 32-4-1 was Frazier. Of course, a 1964 Olympic gold medalist. Ali was a 1960 Olympic gold medalist. Ali won the gold medal in Rome at, uh, at 178 pounds, light heavyweight. Then he moved into the heavyweight division, of course, and became heavyweight champion. Joe Frazier won it at heavyweight. And uh, and continue, of course, become the heavyweight champion of the world when Muhammad Ali was in exile. And I guess that's the only the only uh, real question between Ali and Frazier. Well, what would have been like had they clashed? You know, without the three years in between. I mean, the three and a half years. Mm, Ali was off three and a half years because of that draft induced uh, uh, his 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 desire to not step forward into the military. Uh, that draft suspension, of course, what you want, it took away his ability to work. He couldn't work. It took away his title three and a half years. In the meantime, Joe Frazier becomes champion, beating guys like <clears throat> Jerry Corey along the way. And, you know, more power to him. He even beat Ernie Chubb. I mean, he beat some good guys, no doubt about that. And Joe was a man, beat Oscar Bonavena. Oscar Bonavena taught Joe some stuff the first time, no doubt about that. But Joe was the superior fighter. I mean, outside of Ali, there was Joe Frazier. And it's no sin, as I said. It's just no sin to be second to 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 Muhammad Ali. At the end of the day, though, Joe wasn't that nice to me. He wasn't. I mean, sometimes he was, eh, that's it. It was sort of like bipolar. I remember a couple of times when he had drinks, I walked into the Von Bean dressing room there at the Omni in, uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, for a <clears throat> Von Bean Evander Holyfield fight. <clears throat> and the referee had just left. Brian Gary just left, and I went in with my camera and my microphone because I was doing the King Vision television, and I was going to get an interview with Vaughn Bean. I think I did. I think we did do an interview, but I smelled the booze in the room, and I couldn't believe there was booze in this room. I'm freaking out. And I look over, and obviously Joe Frazier and Bush Lewis are drunk. I mean, there was just absolutely no doubt about it. These guys were as stiff as a board. I kid you not. Of course, they went out there, and they insulted the referee. That wasn't too very. That wasn't very cool. At the end of the night, of course, Vaughn Bean ended up losing the great Evander Holyfield. Holyfield, people say to me, without steroids, would Evander Holyfield been, have been as great as he was? You know, no. No, no, no. There's no doubt about it. You have to put an asterisk next to what he's done. Even though I respect him, we were somewhat Olympic teammates, or, or I take that back, Olympic training camp teammates back in 1984 when I first met him in May of 1984. I'm in uh, Colorado for the Western Olympic trials. And of course, he's there because he's going to be part of the team. There's no doubt about it. And remember, he and I having this big conference over stale pancakes, and I was bitching and moaning about the food, you know, because I'm, I'm sort of like, I'm, I'm an SF cop at the time. I've got money in my pocket. You know what I'm saying? I'm not starving, right? Other guys were coming from the hood. They were starving. So pancakes were something to some guys that they weren't to me. At the end of the day, Vander Holyfield taught me a lesson that day. Of course, the same day that I walked out and saw Henry Tillman, another goal, uh, Vander being the bronze medalist, very controversially. <clears throat> and then, of course, there was Henry Tillman. Henry Tillman came out there. Of course, he was from L.A., and he was a heavyweight that I used to scream at. Not scream at, but I, every time I saw him, Henry, how come you got to run at noon? And I had to get up and run at 530 in the morning. Five, And it was like 28 or 29 degrees. I kid you not. You, I ran my ass off in the snow. 
You would not believe how fast you will run in the snow. People say, oh, the snow closed. No, 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 no. You will run your ass off. I mean, if the street was, streets were clear. It was snowing around. The, snow, the streets were clear. So you could run on the little streets there in those paths in Colorado Springs. But you ran your ass off in the cold because you definitely wanted to go over it. So that was definitely a motivator, no doubt about that. But when I look at the entire picture there, the 1984 team, of course, Tillman, as I said, screaming about him not, uh, about uh, me screaming about him not having to get up at 530 in the morning and getting to run at noon. Um, I got into some trouble this week with Jerry Page, who eventually won the gold medal on my weight at 139 pounds. Talk about uh, I was Jerry out of Cincinnati, Ohio. But I got into trouble with him and Mario Lesperance Jr. and a couple of the guys with Mario at one point in time was the uh, United States 108-pound champion, of course, from Vallejo, California, the best amateur we ever had before Andre Ward. But I got into trouble with these guys because of the fact that I said the 84 team, of course, they won all those gold medals, but... There were no Cubans there. And the Cubans were like, if not the best team in boxing, the second best team in boxing next to the USA. So there would have been some fights. There was no doubt about that. And, you know, just the heavyweights alone, the super heavyweights alone, we had, you know, Teofimo, Teofimo, Teofilo Stevenson and, and, and Tyrell Biggs. That was going to be the showdown for the, for the heavyweight gold. Okay. And, 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 and Stevenson had knocked him out before. Stevenson had already knocked out Biggs. There was going to be, so there was one gold medal that was going to go away. So in my mind, a lot of gold medals would have bit the dust, no doubt about that, had the Cubans been involved in the 1984 team. Sorry, guys, you're going to get pissed, but that's just the way it is. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402. 877-360-0402. 
877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912 That's 800-403-5912 Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Happy birthday, Mauricio Suleiman, President of the World Boxing Council. My buddy, of course, his father and I were tight. His father and I had a special relationship. We disagreed on some things, but we spent some time in some nice places together, and I miss his father, Jose Suleiman. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. Canelo Alvarez, of course, going to fight again in May, coming off that win over Callum Smith, a 490 to go, a 12-round win, of course, looking superior at 168 pounds, has given up the WBA 168-pound trinket, so he's going to campaign only at 168 pounds from here on in. It looks like in May, the Cinco de Mayo card, as far as him in May is concerned, is going to be Billy Joe Saunders, 30-0, 14 kills. Of course, the WBA 168-pound champion, a guy from across the pond, the UK, he's another gypsy, much like Tyson Fury. He's got some problems as far as him insulting women and things like that. So he's got some issues. They need to get him into the big money fight right now before he just implodes on his own offstage. I kid you not. So he's a, a, a nightmare waiting to happen. Now, the other guy, as far as uh, Cinco New Miles is concerned, is going to be Ryan Garcia. Of course, he was heard here in hour number one of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The rage, call him what you want. Hector and these guys are dogging him. Um, uh, Stitch even dogged him a little bit. All these guys are going to be wrong. They're all going to be wrong. I'm going to tell you, last night, uh, that, that exhibition he put forth, getting up off the deck, showing he can, you know, take a shot, and he saw it coming. It was a looping shot, and that helped it. Had it been a Prino Whitaker straight shot like a surgeon type of left hand, he might not have gotten up because he wouldn't have seen it, okay? Or an uppercut he might not have seen. But the bottom line is he saw that punch a little bit, and he responded well. Give him props, no doubt about that, Ryan Garcia. But Ryan Garcia is going to be the man, as far as May is concerned, he's going to have a shot as far as the, the uh, Cinco de Mayo day is concerned. Him and uh, maybe Saul Alvarez, I don't think they'll be on the same DAZN card, but they're both with DAZN. Just Ryan's got a contract with them, and Saul Alvarez doesn't. So that's sort of weird. We'll have to figure out what Cinco de Mayo looks like. But Cinco de Mayo, a great fight would be Tank Davis. Of course, Gervonta Davis, unbeaten, 24-25-0, and, of course, the unbeaten Ryan Garcia, 21 and zip. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Universally, you're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, 37, make that 38-plus years now. Often imitated but never duplicated. We come to you live each and every Sunday, Saturday and Sunday. Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, right here on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, and Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 217. Till next time, there's a million things you can be doing right now. But the fact that you're listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, well, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Next time, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, be here. Be here.